Good evening or good day, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniel. This is your host, C.B. Baker. We got a great topic for you today. So, Dr. Daniels, the topic today is, is it hard or why is it hard being a man? Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody from the congregation, you know, brought this topic to you and you you decided you wanted to discuss it today. And um, I'm going to go first. Sure. All right. right, So um, being a man is hard if, in my opinion, if you allow it to be hard. Mm-hmm. Which, 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 almost with anything in life, if you allow it to be hard, it will be hard. Mm-hmm. I think for men in general, because we're groomed to be a certain way from day one, if you have a good upbringing, mm-hmm. um, you don't really think too much about it when you're uh, being a man and being the head of the household. You know, taking care of your wife, taking care of your kids, um, trying to go in the right direction with everything, and. I will say, like, when you make a mistake, that's when things really start to get hard, because who do you turn to if you're supposed to be a strong man? Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one, and I'm going to tell you why I say this. It's easy to be a male, because you're right, we're brought up being a male. Mm -hmm. I can't say it's easy to be a man and meet the expectations of what women think a man ought to be like. Okay. Yeah. It's easy to meet the expectations of what another man thinks you ought to be like. But I don't think it's easy to meet the expectations of what a woman thinks you ought to be like. And, and, and I don't think it's easy to meet the criteria that the Bible says a man ought to be. And I'll tell you why I say that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not saying that it might, might be easy for you. I'm just right. saying I'm going to tell you why I say it's not right. easy. The Bible says that a, a, a husband, for example, uh, is to be head of his home. And, but it also says he's to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. Which says that a, a man's role as a husband is to supply his wife's every need according to what's available to him. Now, I'm saying this, to figure out, to just figure out your wife's needs is difficult. Right. Because they change ever. It's constant changing. Right. It's constant changing. Now the issue becomes, how do I supply those needs even once I have figured them out? Mm-hmm. And see, to me, that's difficult. That's not something that I'm taught by my it's father. It's like hitting a moving target. Right. It's always hitting a moving target. And so, and I think that most women, their expectation is for you to supply my every need. Mm-hmm. That's what they're looking for. Right. And I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes from, is that if, if you're a woman and you're expecting your man to supply your needs, but like you just said, it's a moving target. And so when he figure out the one need and he hits that target, and that's over here, got to figure it's and that's too late. All right. The irony is the longer you're in the relationship, the less likely the woman is to feel like she ought to be able to tell you what her needs are. Mm-hmm. So the target was moving and maybe she was telling me initially. After a while, she's mad if she has to tell me mm-hmm. because you should know him by now. Right. And so I'm, that's why I'm saying to me, I think it's hard. 
the other reason why I think it's hard, especially in our community, and I mean, when I say our community, I mean, you know, the uh, uh, folk that are uh, are descendants from those who came over on slave ships. All right, mm-hmm. whether you call yourself an African American, whether you call yourself, you know, a Black American, uh, what have what have you. Right, right. Uh, I think that's hard because culturally, um, we have not been taught to be head of a household. Now, I, I get that individually we may have been taught that way. If you had a strong male figure in your home. Right. But I mean, culturally, if you go back to slavery time, for example, the average black man was made to feel like he was less than anybody else mm-hmm. for various reasons. The black woman was not felt met, met to feel that way. Right. The black woman could always go to the big house and talk and, and, and knock on the door. Master, Master John, I need X, Y, Z. The black man couldn't go knock on the door and say, Master John, I need X, Y, Z. Right. You go to civil rights time. The black man could not walk down the street and look a white woman in the eye. Right. But a, a, a black woman could. A black man couldn't walk down the street and look the white man in the eye. Right. But a black woman could. So I'm saying culturally, you know, the majority has always tried to put the black man down. If you um, take you and your wife go to a car dealership, even in 2018, they're going to try to sell her and not you. That's right. You know, because they're always focusing on the woman. Culturally, black women have been taught that they are the head. That's what they've been taught, that they are the head, that they really rule the home. And it's difficult to, for a man now to come in and say, you know, baby, I got this. Right. I'm going to run this. That's what I'm saying to me. Now, I'm not saying it isn't hard to be the head. Right. I'm saying it's hard to convince that woman to let, you know, say, okay, follow me on this one. Follow me. I got this. I right. got this. Because culturally, um, they've been taught that we don't have it. Right. You know, individually, it may be different, but I mean, culturally. Right. You know. and, I, and I definitely I definitely feel you on that. And I've talked to a lot of uh, other guys um, and try to coach them through their you know relationships or marriage. Mm-hmm. And I look at it from the aspect of you're in a situation. If you're the CEO of a company mm-hmm. and you have the COO and CFO. Now, a lot of times, everybody yeah. might not know what a chief operating officer, a chief financial, <laughs> chief financial officer, yes. might want to explain that one. Right. Okay. So one handles the finances and one handles the operations. Mm-hmm. Now, if my wife, so you got to look at, the, I look at it, the family as a as an organization. And so therefore, I can't keep my wife out of the dark on certain things. And, mm-hmm. and she needs to let me know about sure. certain things. And then, and I will say this. I do believe a lot of relationships hit Rocky Road because that moving target, mm-hmm. you know, as men, once we get locked in, okay, this is what you need, bam, bam, bam. And then I go focus on something else. Six, eight months go by, that moving target and moved about three times, but I'm still thinking I'm providing what you need. Mm-hmm. And then the argument blows up, and then most men be like, come, like, I don't know what the hell I did wrong. And women, I know you've heard the man say, I do not know what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. And believe me, he really does not know what he did wrong. And why you're so frustrated. Right. And that is a is a huge 
um, ordeal in that communication, um, uh, marriage and communication podcast we did uh, over a year ago now is that people just don't, it's like they'll get it a little bit and mm-hmm. then it falls off. But if you're not in constant communication and talking and then also with the men, I think our somewhat our inability of understanding also gets in the way. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree with you again. Men do understand. Okay. I understand everything you tell me. And you understand everything I tell you. Then mm-hmm. we don't understand. It's that we communicate differently. Okay. If all, you know what I'm saying? Right. Now, because I can't blame me. I'm a man, so I'm not going to blame me. And I can't right. let you blame me. <laughs> so, not on this podcast. Right. Maybe the next one we'll blame a man. My point is the difficulty of a man being a man is that women expect him to be a woman and a man. Yes. See, what a woman expects a man to do is to be able to decipher her way of communicating as well as his way of communicating. But she doesn't try to decipher his way of communicating. She expects him to always to understand what she's trying to say. Right. But she doesn't try to understand what he's trying to say. That's the kicker. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not trying to put women down. I just want to you know, bring us back to the question of, is it difficult to be a man? And I'm saying, yes, it's difficult to be the kind of man a woman wants because mm-hmm. what they want from us is to be both types of people sometimes. A woman wants you to understand how she thinks, how she acts, and, and understand her emotions. But if you show emotion like a woman, now you're too weak for her. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Now, she wants you to understand that, she, that her cries don't always mean that she's weak. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, let you start bawling all the time. Right. You're going to be viewed as weak. So what do you do when you have emotions pent up in you? And you need to, I mean, can you, how, how, how much can you really tell your wife about your fears, about, you know, uh, uh, financial fears? Now, I don't, I don't mean just, you know, I'm worried because I can't pay the bill. I right. mean, them kind of deep fears that you might have that's got you up all night and you're sick. And you're saying, I better not tell her because I don't want everybody to be worried about this thing. Right. You know, H- how much can you really tell her? Because if you're really showing her a real fear, you're viewed as weak. And what a woman will often say is, well, I should have let you have had this anyway. Mm-hmm. And then she'll want to take over. So I'm saying, but see, a woman, our thing is, come dump on me. All right. Come tell, baby, if, you, if, you, if you're worried and you just come tell me. But we can't do the same thing to them. I'm just saying, if you do it, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. You're going to be in trouble. Because they're going to be saying, that man's just so weak, he can't handle nothing. Right. You know, I've heard women say time and time again that this man I got, he's just a follower. Anybody can convince him of anything. I want me a strong man. And that's only because that man is sensitive. Right. Being sensitive don't make you weak. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I get it. I heard you saying that we're not good communicators. I'm just saying, I don't think we're not good communicators. It's going to communicate differently. We understand verbal cues and visual cues differently because women don't always give you succinct cues. Mm-hmm. Right. They just don't. You think about this for a minute. How do you know when a woman is upset with you or upset with herself? 
You can't. can't. It's the same. It's the same reaction. That's my point. Yeah. So I can't say that you know. Well, I'm that the person not the communicator because woman can be upset with herself and take it out on you mm-hmm. and be mad and frustrated and it ain't nothing to do with you. But you don't know that, and right. you're sitting there thinking. Oh my goodness, wait a minute. What in the world is going on? And she's frustrated at her own self to something that she may have made a mistake doing. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. The last time you heard a woman say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tell you what. Don't incriminate yourself now. <laughs> when, when, when I did hear it, it's like, Everything for the rest of that day was let me point out what you've done wrong today. So I don't even try to get and I'm sorry. Right. right. Because if they say I'm sorry, what they're going to overshadow it with is every mistake you've made made in the last 10 years. (laughs) Right. Right. Now, how many times does a woman want you to say I'm sorry? Oh, all the time. All the time. That's why I'm saying that's why it's so difficult being a man, because a woman says she wants you to be strong. You know what strong would be if you didn't say I'm sorry all the time. Mm-hmm. If you just say, hey, wait a minute, I did the best I could do. Might not have been good enough for you. That's the best I can do. Right. And why should I be sorry for being the best I can do? Right. But that's not what they want. What they want is maybe I'm so sorry. I know I, I, I was late making the payment and that, 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 that never happened again. And they make a mistake and they won't say I'm sorry at all. Again, ladies, I'm not trying to say a negative thing about you guys. I'm not putting y'all down. This is not the point. The point I'm making is, is that to be the man that a woman expects you to be is hard mm-hmm. because that takes a lot of sucking up some stuff and closing your mouth and blocking your feelings and then knowing when not to block your feelings. And and how can you, it's, 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 you would spend all your day uh, 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 on, on, on just that if you were to, 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 to be what most women want you, expect you to be. Now women will say, I don't expect a lot out of my man. That's what they will say, but that's not what they really mean. And mm-hmm. I'm, saying, I'm just saying, that's what makes it hard being a man. It's, it's hard even being a father, raising a son to be a man in the house with a strong woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and the reason why I say that is because you can take this into the bank. I bet you the average man cannot chastise his son as strongly as the mother can. And I can tell you that the average woman is quick to say, that's my child. Mm-hmm. Quick to say, that's my child. You separate from the average woman and watch her say, these are my children. Right. And she don't say these are our children. Right. These are my children. They're going with me. These are, let, 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 let your wife not like the way your parents treat her children. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh yeah, they're going, my, my mama going to watch them or my daddy going to watch them. She's going to be like, uh-uh. Right. Let let you don't like the way her parents watch your kids and you see if it matters one bit. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's, that's what I'm just saying. Right. So I'm saying from that standpoint, I'm saying it's difficult. And I'll tell you another thing. You, you know, you watch daytime television, for example. Which shows on daytime television get the highest ratings? Those shows that make men look good or those shows that make men look bad? The shows that make men look bad. Bingo. Think about it. 
Shows that make men look bad get the highest ratings. Mm-hmm. It, it, wouldn't you think it would be the other way around? Yeah. Wouldn't women want to see their men in a good light? But no. Right. The shows that talk about how doggish men are, the shows that, yeah. that say that what? The problem is the man. Right. The problem is the man rated high. Mm-hmm. Because that, that says to women, you know what? Your man needs to always step up. He ain't, he ain't right like he is. He needs to step up. And that's why when you look in the audience, it's like 90% women and 10% men. Right. And, or 95% women, 5% men. And, and dare I say, the men in the audience, they're not married men. Um, and they are married men because the wife made them come. Right. You know, what's interesting, uh, you talking um, on the TV show Power, I don't know if you watch Power or not, but the, the, the son is really acting out. Mm-hmm. And he was acting out towards the, the, the father, like really just bucking against him. And the father who was in a, you know, they're in a strange marriage, started to go after the son. And the, and the mama stepped in and said, you, no, do not do that. Mm-hmm. Two episodes later, the son bucks against the father again and the mother. Mm-hmm. She turns to the father and says, you better get your son. And I was like, well, he tried to do it. You wouldn't let him do it. Right. You know, and those are, it's a perfect example for people out there that watch the show Power. They don't know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. Um, without giving the the show away. But this is what I do. And I kind of take a page from my father's playbook on this. There's certain things my dad did with me that was like Mm -hmm. Mm non-negotiable. If it was a major family decision, it was non-negotiable. And you could tell the minute he he, like his whole demeanor just switched. Sure. So it was like it was like like the 80-20 rule, but his 20 is like 80% of the stuff that goes on in the house, you know, he was like, Irene, that's my mom's name. You can you got it. Mm-hmm. If dealing with me, you got mm-hmm. it. All most of my whippers came from my mom. The most of the discipline came from my mom. But when it was real, mm-hmm. that right. 20%, it was like, okay, I better chill out. Or this is what we're this is what we're doing as a family. You know. He picked his battles. Now, that's what I kind of do. Mm-hmm. And but I also I'm doing that kind of mimicking my father. Sure. But now yeah. are men in general kind of doing that? Like, uh, I really just if if my wife or girlfriend is tripping right now, mm-hmm. do I even address this or I just let it the wind just blow over and it come, you know, come back to it in a couple of days and it's gone. But why should you have to is the issue. See, that's what I'm saying when I say it's harder. Because why should you have to, by virtue of being male, right. have to limit your ability to be what you have said you are? Right. You know, just for the sake of harmony. You know, that, see, that to me in itself says that you are, you know, it, the old, like, for example, why is it that there is an idiom that says happy wife, happy life? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why is it if you ask people in front of their if, if it's a if it's if it's a group of women that outnumber the men and you just raise the question and you say, what makes for a happy marriage? Every man there, most of them will say, make her happy. Mm-hmm. 
But you don't hear the women saying, make him happy. You hear the women even saying, happy wife, happy life. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Now, that right there to me speaks volumes. If we live in a, if we live such that our thought process is, we don't care if the man is miserable. Right. If the wife is happy, then it's a happy life. That's this foolish, that, that, to me, that's the most asinine thing I've heard. So you don't care if everybody else is miserable. Right. <laughs> oh, the wife is happy. Well, that, that, again. And, it's, and, and let's be real. There's some men right now in a miserable situation and don't know how to communicate it because they want to be there in a connected family, mm-hmm. but they're catching pure hell at home. And, and then when they don't come home right after work, you think they would another woman or something. They're not. They're at the bar trying to get their head straight. And just don't want to come and home. Come home. Right. And that's where the, if you're hitting him straight through, hit, come home from dealing with the man, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and you hit him with a bunch of other stuff that's going on that's negative, mm-hmm. he don't want to come hear that. He, he don't. And, and again, see, that's why I'm saying I, I get women assume it's easy being a man. And what they say is, well, you all don't understand. We got it hard because we are the mother and we're the primary caregiver. I'm, I'm not saying that being a woman is easy. That's not my point. Right. I, I think being a woman is difficult. See, but I just think being either party in the relationship is difficult. Right. Since I don't think one is easier than the other. I think both of them are difficult. And both of them are difficult for different reasons. And that's the thing. But you think it's because women are more vocal than men? So that's the reason why it gets more, quote unquote, airtime? I I, I think it gets more airtime because with men, um, see, if you you keep complaining to a woman that you're unhappy, she looks at you as being less than a man. Mm -hmm. So you can't keep telling your wife you're unhappy all the time. You know, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, let me say this. I don't know of any woman, and I'm not saying some aren't out there. I don't know of any woman that wants to hear the truth about their, their husband or their, their significant other being unhappy. Because when you tell a woman she's unhappy, she becomes immediately upset with you as opposed to trying to correct why you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. But a woman is quick to tell you why she's unhappy. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want you to get angry. She wants you to fix it. That's what she wants. And if you don't respond that way, she's more she's going to be more vocal because mm-hmm. I told you I was unhappy and you didn't say anything about it. Yeah, I mean, then that's the way you know, I, I've been counseling couples for, since 1989. And I can tell you, <laughs> for the most part, that's how it goes. You know, right. I've been counseling. If the guy says I'm happy because of this, the first thing he gets is attacked. When the woman says I'm unhappy, what she wants him to do is listen and then find a solution to make her happy. So what so what do you do to get the woman to listen or to hear what the man is saying? Well, I mean, there are different there are various counseling techniques that you can use to help right. people to understand. And, 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 and one of the biggest problems I see is this, is that most women, I'm not saying all, but I'm just saying many. I mean, most people in general, let me, let me cut that. Don't say women. People want to prove to you they're right. Bottom line, people right. want to prove to you they're right, which means people don't want to be wrong. So if I tell you there's a problem, your what your mind says is I'm just I just told you you were wrong. But just because I tell you a problem doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means what you're doing doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. 
You know, and that's the thing. And so what we have to do is we have to get your get your mind to stop interpreting every complaint as meaning that you are wrong, that your mind needs to now understand that you can be doing the right thing. But that don't mean I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be the right thing to have the thermostat set on 75. But right. That don't mean I feel good about it. Right. It can be the right thing to serve me a salad every every night. But that don't mean I feel good about it. Right. I still might want some ribs. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, so you right. can do the right thing and I can feel wrong. So that's the thing we gotta, you know, you work on. So that's but again, but that's why I'm just saying that I think that what women don't do is that women don't allow for men to be men. I can't be a I can't be a a male clone of a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think oftentimes women are looking for. A man that can be what they have envisioned, but what they envision is someone who has the same thought processes that they have, but just be in a male body and be strong. And I can't do that. A a man has to think like a man, process information like a man and make decisions like a man. What we know is that that men basically are, 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 are we are risk takers more than women are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the part of what we are. Men are more risk takers. And, and, and you don't have to. You, you can see that in, in, in little children. You take some and they have been taught one thing. You take a group of little boys and put them in just put them in the backyard by themselves. They will do things that are more risky than the little girls who are in the same backyard. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. It, it's just the way they are. You know, our makeup. And that doesn't leave us as we get older. You know, our risk may be in different ways, but that still kind of stays with us, which means when we're making decisions, when men are making decisions, they tend to make decisions that are more riskier. Mm-hmm. If I make more riskier decisions, then statistically, something's going to go wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And when it does go wrong, it's going to blow up more than right. the person who made a very conservative decision. Right. But so if, if, if we understand that, then when the man does do something to blow up, you're not all, you know, bit out of shape or you didn't think it through or you didn't do this because you understand that. OK, that's you know, it's, it's, it's the way the makeup is that you can't a woman cannot expect a man to think the way she thinks. Mm-hmm. And a man shouldn't expect a woman to think the way he thinks. It doesn't mean that, you know, um, we are good or bad. It's just that we are different. And so. Uh, that's why I'm saying, is it hard being a man? I agree with you. No. If I am a man dealing with a man. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, it's hard being a man the way a woman expects you to be a man. That's the hard part. That That's the difficult part. Um, I was raised by a woman. And I can tell you, it's still hard being a man <laughs> and living up to the expectation of a woman. <laughs> Right. It just it, it, it just is. Um, uh, and but and I can tell you, I look at my parents, you know, uh, my father's deceased now, but I look at his. What he held as a standard. And look at what my mother held as a standard. And I can tell you, it was easy meeting my father's standard. It was easy because mm-hmm. his view of a man was different. It was hard meeting my mother's standard. Now, I'm not saying I didn't meet it. I'm just saying it was harder to meet it. Right. So how are we in, how should we maneuver through society? You know, like, you know, now, which which I totally agree with, with, you know, 
equal rights for women, equal pay, sure. all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, OK, the second you be a man or say something this firm, not forceful, but firm mm-hmm. in any type situation, you have some women that look at you like, well, how you dare say this to me? But they'll let somebody else say that they're another female. And like, I'm just telling you what needs to be done. Right. Or how oh, I like the I like the uh, the reality show scenario when they ask the man to be in a reality show with a bunch of women mm-hmm. and the women are talking about the man in the show. Mm-hmm. And then when the man stands up for himself and speaks back, the first thing that women say, what kind of man argue with women? Right. Like, it's like, when did it become bad? It's like, I feel like if you, and like my mama said, if a woman approached you in that way, you tr- re- repeat back as a man. So they understand this is not a little game that we're playing here. Mm-hmm. You know, so stand firm, respect for yourself as well as respect for the other person. And I think that is also getting out of hand because now men are not don't know how to communicate even in a workplace or just out out and about. Like you can open a door now for a woman and she not say thank you or no, you go ahead. I don't need you to hold the door for me. Let me give you a real world or a, a, a good example of what you just said. Just recently, uh, I had a, a, a forum, a summit, um, where um, it was an education summit for voters, voter rights, but also it allowed the uh, candidates for uh, city council and um, uh, second district Congress and school board members to come and express their you know, reasons why we should vote for them. Well, there were a lot of people on the podium, especially for school board and city council. But anyway, the school board members were up there. And, and, and here's what I said. Even when I started out, I said, this is how we're going to do things because of the number. And rather than have people do it by alphabetical, you can have a, have a way to decide who's going to talk first. So I said, we're going to let the uh, ladies go first because we're going to be gentlemen. Let the ladies go first. Right. The city council, no problem. The ladies spoke first. Then the men spoke. No big deal. It gets to the um, city, the um, school board members, and there's a lady there, and and um, she said, "Wait a minute, why why do the ladies have to go first? I said, "They don't have to go first. It's just that I was taught to be a gentleman, and as a gentleman, you know, I, I just said, well, you know, we'll let ladies go first, and then the men follow. Well, I found that offensive. I, I found that offensive because I don't need to go first. I, I can go last. I said, okay, no problem. If you want to go last, that's fine. And that's the other lady. Did you want to go now? And she said, sure, I'll go first. So I just hand the mic to another lady. Right. I let all the ladies do their thing except that one lady. Then I let all the men go and gave her the mic at that time. Now, she spent, uh, of, the t- of the time that she had to talk, she spent the majority of the time trying to say why women should not go first. Okay. Yeah, th- that's my, my point is simple. Well, as a man, what should I do? Right. Should I not be a gentleman or should I be a gentleman? Right. How am I supposed to figure out that this person does not want me to treat her like a lady? Right. Want me to treat her like a man. Now, if someone was in there fighting, okay, Mm -hmm. should I treat her like a man and not protect her? Right. Or should I treat her like a, a woman and try to protect her? Well, see, I don't know because I'm getting different, uh, communications from her about what my role is. Now, she was a woman that had a few years on her. She mm-hmm. was not a young woman. 
by no means. Right. So let's say I had gone in a parking lot and now she has a flat tire. Should I have done what I would do to a man who has a flat tire and just say, hey, bro, you got a jack? And if right. he says yes, all right. And I watch him jack it up. Right. Watch him change his tire because I'm not going to change the tire for a man. Right. Or should I treat her like a lady and said, ma'am, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it for you. You see, and that's right. what I'm saying. Is, 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 that's why I'm saying is in today's society, it can be hard being a man because mm-hmm. if I don't treat her like a woman, I'm going to get flack. If I do treat her like a woman, I'm going to get flack. Right. So what do I do? Right. Difficult situation. And, and the other crazy thing is if she had the flat and you walk by her and don't say nothing, she would have a problem with you not saying something. Mm-hmm. And then the people that's on the outside to see her with the flat, see you walk by her, right. don't know what just happened inside. Right. Then the Dr. Daniels is, what's going on with him? Can't believe he did that. Right. Call himself a Christian. He's back <laughs> in church. <laughs> Didn't even help her out. You know, I mean, that's why I'm saying it's hard to be a man because you don't know. Right. You don't know what to do in different situations. Let me give you another scenario. Uh, uh, not happened to me, but just, you know, uh, it did happen in the workplace and I happened to be a supervisor at the time. Okay. How does a man know when it's sexual harassment? Because here's, here's what, here's what the, the legal definition is. Unsolicited and unwanted sexual advance. Now you tell me, what is a sexual advance? They could be just saying hi. Bingo. Here's the thing. If I'm in my office, my office, and I got a magazine on my desk that has cheerleaders on it, if a woman says I found it offensive, that's sexual harassment. That's okay. a, that, that is a, uh, a workplace that is um, considered to be uh, not appropriate. Right. Now, I didn't invite her in. And... A cheerleader on a Sports Illustrated, in my mind, is not a hostile work environment. Right. But a woman said it was a hostile work environment because her super, it wasn't a, a, a Sports Illustrated magazine. It was actually a, a, a calendar. Mm-hmm. She said it was a hostile work environment. Now, how many men you know think that's a hostile work environment? You're zero. Zero. Now, other women came in and they thought nothing of it. So how does he know? How does he know if a woman, if a man approaches a woman and say, hey, you look really nice in that dress, that can be sexual harassment. How many, how many times if a woman say to a man, that's a nice suit you got on. Right. Do you think anyone would consider that sexual harassment? No. No. And, and I guess that's why I'm saying being a man is more than just, you know, you know, bringing food home and paying the bills. Right. I'm talking about how we navigate through society. It is it is difficult if you're going to be what they expect you to be. That's again, I keep saying it that way. Right. If they're going to be what you expect me to be, because they expect you to be a certain way. And if you're not, people look down on you. Like I say, if I hope if they expect me to open the door for somebody, if I don't, they're going to say he's not a gentleman. They expect me to change a tire. They expect me to help a lady across the street if it's snow on the ground. But if I do take her by the arm. And she say, that man accosted me. That was sexual harassment. Right. I'm like, I'm just trying to help you walk off the street because there's snow on the ground. Right. 
you know. It's you know what's what's really funny, which is is a little bit off subject, but same thing with kids. Mm-hmm. Twenty years ago, if you went in the bathroom and there was a little kid in there, you helped him get to the sink. Help him wash his hands. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now I go in the restroom. Look, kid in there. I actually leave back out. Mm-hmm. Let him come on back out because in they'll believe the child before they believe me. You know, absolutely. You know, so and it's unfor- it's unfortunate that we've gotten to the to this mm-hmm. uh, to the stage, but. Yeah, you know, I think you said what's your, your famous line? I don't want my good to be ill speaking of. Yeah, right, don't let the good be evil spoken of. Right, right, right. You know, so and it, that, and believe it or not, I think about that a lot. You know, it's like, well, you know, I'm doing good, but it, could this be, per, you know, perceived as something different? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I just say, you know what, I'm gonna do what I feel is right, and whoever feel like they saw something, you know, it's like, hey, sure. you, you know, and that's. Sometimes, as a man, you have to just do that. Like you just like, and then own up to where. Well, you know what? That didn't really work out the way I intended it to. Mm, you know, sure. and then and then if your wife call you out on, you be like, you can say, hey, that didn't work out the way I intended to. Mm-hmm. Now, knowing the information I know now, I'm most like most like going to done it that way. Sure. If I'd have known the information I know now, but mm-hmm. I didn't have that information then, so therefore I can't really say. I'm sorry for what I did because I would have done it again based on the information that I had. And the reality is you're not sorry. All right. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying you're not. If, if, you make, if, you, if you make an investment, an investment plummets, right? I mean, are, are you really sorry? No, because you didn't have perfect knowledge. Now, if you, made, if you invested in a store that you know was getting ready to go out of business, then baby, I'm sorry I threw the money away. Right. But if you invest in, you know, Halliburton before they start, you know, um, uh, uh, saying they had illegal activity, you didn't know they had illegal activity. How did you know the stock was going to go down? Right. Right. You just wouldn't have known. And and, and so I'm just saying those kind of things. Again, you know, to me, I'm I'm not trying to um, diminish a woman's role. I'm not trying to diminish how hard women work, how hard mothers work. I just think that we ought to give credit where credit is due for everyone. You know, it's, it's difficult being the man that women say they ought to be. And I think for, that is one of the reasons why men stop trying. Mm-hmm. So that's why they stop trying and they become, as you say, what they want to be. And what you just said was so, so spot on that after a while, you just say to yourself, well, you know what? If, if nothing I do is going to make you happy, I might as well start making myself happy. <laughs> there you go. And and that's when you start seeing men out in the street, mm-hmm. you know, you see them out in the street. They had happy hour by themselves, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and, and they talking trash while they at the bar or whatever. And then it just and it just escalates from there. Mm-hmm. And then here, you know, and, and the devil will send that woman straight in there with, with, the, with the tight dress on and everything mm-hmm. that makes every man miserable in her life. Mm-hmm. But it's going to break up a happy home. And now you'd have caught him. No, no, break up a home. Home might not have been happy. happy right. Break up a home <laughs> and with him, 10 drinks into it and his judgment is off. It's. It it didn't happen at that moment. It, it happened it, it, way, way before right, that. Right. It was way back. And, you know, and I, I and I give you this a quick, quick a quick a quick uh, thing that happened too. And this was a conversation that happened at church. All right. And I, I won't say the name because I want to protect both innocent and the guilty. Okay. 
someone came up to me uh, a few weeks ago and said, Pastor Daniels, we got some sorry men at this church. They just as lazy as they can be. And I said, why do you say that? Right. Because they weren't here to help us, you know, do whatever the women were doing. And I said, these men aren't lazy. These are some hardworking men at this church. No, you just don't know, Pastor Daniels. They got you snowed. I said, that ain't true. Now, here's the reality of it. Every Sunday, every Sunday, the men are in the parking lot directing traffic. Mm -hmm. They're walking with, uh, if it's pouring down rain, they're in the parking lot, walking people to their, to the, to the door of the umbrella. I don't care if it's 20 degrees outside, yes. you know, I don't care what the weather condition, I don't care if it's 99 degrees outside, they're out there. Mm -hmm. All right. On our community day celebration, we fed about 3000 people. Who do you think cooked all that food? Men. Right. Those guys were out there cooking from like seven o'clock in the morning and they cooked till 5 p.m. Men. Who was hauling the food back and forth? Men. Who set the stuff up? Men. Who broke the stuff down? Men. We had uh, uh, a, uh, a, um, uh, an event at the church this past Sunday where the men came to me and said, Pastor, you know what? Since it's the Labor Day weekend, let's just serve hot dogs and hamburgers at the church. I said, that's fine. You know what those men did? They started cooking at seven o'clock Sunday morning. Who, you know who served all the food? The men served all the food. You know who cleaned up afterwards? The men cleaned up afterwards. But in the women's mind, they said to me, we have lazy men in this church. When women say that about men, after a while, the men will say, you know what? No matter what we do, you aren't satisfied. And I'm done. I'm done. So they will stop doing the little that they are doing. So I guess my point again is that not to say a woman's job is not hard. It is. It's, it's hard. But see, you don't find men saying that a woman's job isn't hard. Mm -hmm. Most men will acknowledge that, you know, being a mother is a hard job. Mm -hmm. Most men will say that. I think it's time for women to start saying, you know what? My husband has a hard job and I appreciate everything he does. You know, these men have difficult roles in society to play and I appreciate what they do. And to start letting that man know, I appreciate the things that you do. I know you work hard. I know you give it all to make our family a good family. I think it's time for them to start acknowledging the mm -hmm. hard efforts that men put into things. I know you worry all, all night long about how we're going to make ends meet. I see you up in the middle of the night. So I know that you're not up in the middle of the night just because you want to watch TV or you want to be on the computer. Right. That tells me you're worried about how we're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they need to start saying to that man, I, I, I appreciate you for that. Not, why didn't you help me wash the dishes? Why didn't you help me change the diaper? All right. You know, but appreciate that he is working hard. He may be not doing what you do, but that doesn't mean he isn't working hard. And that doesn't mean that he has a, he doesn't have a lot to give. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't appreciate him for that. Because being the man that a woman wants is a hard job. It's, yeah. just, it's a hard job. Uh, and so, but anyway, I don't want to go on the soapbox because I yeah. have been up there anyway for a while today, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it is a hard job and I, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this to the, my, to my friends and fellas out there, I understand NFL Madden, the new Madden has come out and the NBA 2K mm -hmm. has come out. 
But if you got enough time to play video games longer than two hours, mm-hmm. you got a problem. I'm leaving it at that. If you want to be successful, you're gonna have to start doing something else because two hours, mm-hmm. that's a damn. Mm-hmm. It's still two hours. Get better every day. This is your host, C.D. Baker. Till next time.